Welcome to That's Good Sports, I am Brandon. If a hippo pukes lettuce on your team's logo, it is a bad sign and everyone knows it, Perna. Fiona isn't just a female character on Shameless that I have completely platonic feelings for. She's a hippo who puked on the Chiefs logo at the Cincinnati Zoo. And no, I'm not talking about the Bengals locker room. Fiona was supposed to rub her human-eating nose against the team that she predicted will win the Super Bowl, even though there's no way to tell a hippo actually knows anything about football. And as soon as she touched the Chiefs logo, she puked. That is one reason. And today I will give you 10 more reasons as to why the 49ers will win Super Bowl 54. Also, Greg Olson is done in Carolina, and Andy Reid has already publicly denied the hippo's prediction, saying if a walrus didn't make the pick, then it don't mean dick. Also, I already did the 10 reasons for the Chiefs video, so make sure you check that out. Mm, that's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good. All right, some quick news before we get to the 10 reasons. Tight end Greg Olson and the Panthers have agreed that it would be best for him to finish his career somewhere else. Olsen is 34 years old, played in 14 games in 2019 with 52 catches, two tutties, and 597 yards. Now, he wasn't healthy in 2018 or 2017 and had his last productive season in 2016 with 80 catches for 1,073 yards and three touchdowns. I'm surprised Greg Olson isn't retiring. His body has been through hell the last three seasons, but he was the 11th most productive tight end in terms of yards and receptions last year, and he managed to do that with three different starting quarterbacks. Olson would be great on any team with a veteran quarterback and a young tight end who can learn from Olson. If Tom Brady returns to New England, I would bet $1,000 that's where Olson goes. His first team, the Bears, could also use his services. Now, 10 reasons the 49ers will win the Super Bowl. Reason 10, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt wore earplugs on the field for the presentation of the Lamar Hunt Trophy. I know that Arrowhead Stadium is loud, but if you're worried about hearing loss after breaking a 50-year Super Bowl drought, you're not prepared to win the big game. Man, Clark, you are so lucky the Saints owner has been helping pedophiles. Otherwise, you'd be called the most cowardly owner in sports, Clark. You wore earplugs to accept a trophy named after your father that your team has never won? And you don't even want to hear how special that moment is? Next to seeing and erections, hearing is the most important sense. The only way the Chiefs can fix this is if Andy Reid coaches in an official Chiefs Nike Hawaiian shirt, eating various kebabs and Cuban sandwiches in full view of the Fox cameras, and shows us what a man with a sense of taste pride looks like. Don't deny your senses, Clark. Reason 9. OJ Simpson dressed up like Patrick Mahomes for Hallow's Eve. Let's be really honest, Chiefs fans. The fact that you're in the Super Bowl after OJ posted this video is a miracle. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, OJ Mahomes. OJ tells me I shouldn't. He said I should wait these 10 days, get that tender ankle and that tender knee healthy so that I'll be ready for the stretch run. Now, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but it sounds like sound advice to me. Just like asexual reproduction in nature, I have no idea how this motherless video was created without any negative repercussions to the Chiefs this season. My only guess at this point is the football gods are waiting for the Super Bowl to smite them. 
just like they did to the Seahawks after they found out Pete Carroll sold USC OJ Simpson memorabilia when he was head coach at USC so he had enough money to pay his college players. And sure, you can make the argument that OJ Simpson actually played for the 49ers at the end of his career, but keep in mind that he earned the majority of his CTE in Buffalo, and also on the set of the 1992 Disney TV series Adventures in Wonderland, where he played the toughest role of his life, himself. When you think about it, OJ speaking freely on Twitter every day is an adventure in fucking Wonderland. Reason eight, Joe Montana. Joe Montana won four Super Bowls as the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers and zero as the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Joe Montana is a 49er through and through, and he's one of the squeakiest clean QBs to ever go through the NFL. It's interesting to me that Joe Montana is completely scandal-free. No deflating of footballs, no dating of porn stars, no Super Bowl losses. How is that possible? I'm on to you, Montana. I'm checking that birth certificate to make sure his real name isn't Joe Rhode Island or even worse, Joe Ohio. Yuck. Reason number seven, stats and depth. Three times this postseason, the winning team's QB has thrown for less than 100 yards. Ryan Tannehill, 72 yards versus the Patriots. Ryan Tannehill, 88 yards versus Baltimore. And Jimmy Garoppolo, 77 yards versus Green Bay. The greatest Super Bowl stat we could ever hope for is a 49ers win with Jimmy Garoppolo throwing for less than 100 yards, while Patrick Mahomes throws for over 400 in a Chiefs loss. Plus, I really want a quarterback with a worse stat line than Peyton Manning's 141 passing yards from his Super Bowl 50 win. Ironically, the fewer yards Garoppolo throws for, the better I feel about his chances. I don't feel the same way about Mahomes. It's me, OJ Mahomes. If he doesn't throw for 380, at least, you know that something has gone terribly wrong for the Chiefs. Like Matt Moore had to enter the game, which if we get a Matt Moore versus Nick Mullins showdown, I'm taking Mullins. The 49ers overall have better depth if players do get injured during the game. The Niners offensive line had Joe Staley and Mike McGlinchey out this season, so the depth there is solid. Multiple running backs, all the way down to Jeff Wilson, who had four touchdowns on 18 carries in November in back-to-back games. We know about all the players on that defensive line, and even the San Fran receivers run deep. Outside of wide receiver, if the Chiefs lose a player at any position, they have less talent on the depth chart to fill in. Number six, NFL Twitter accounts were hacked. This week, a bunch of NFL Twitter accounts were hacked, including the official NFL Twitter. Knowing that cybersecurity is just as important as social security during Super Bowl week, who is better to fight cyber threats than the team that plays next door to Silicon Valley? That's right, the Oakland Raiders. Well, Las Vegas Raiders, which is why they were one of the few teams who were not hacked. Probably because hackers didn't know which city to search for them with. Now, even though both the 49ers and Chiefs Twitter accounts were hacked, you know San Francisco has more contacts to get their shit up and running in the cyber world than the Chiefs if some sort of cyber attack were to happen during the game. The Chiefs emergency contact list is only useful if you're having a meat smoking emergency. Hell, if you were to say the word hacked to the Chiefs front office, if Lamar Hunt could even hear you, they would assume you were referring to the best way to butcher your cow for meat. Number five, Brett Favre texted Patrick Mahomes this week. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can make a million jokes about the kinds of texts Brett Favre has made in the past. 
And the only thing more annoying than getting your Twitter account hacked is opening an attachment from Brett Favre. But it's clear that considering Favre is from Mississippi and Mahomes is from Texas, this is just an example of good old Southern boys getting along. A Northerner like Jimmy Garoppolo would not understand. Except we know what happens when the South conspires. They lose. And then they kill Abraham Lincoln. Which really mostly puts Daniel Day-Lewis at the biggest risk if the 49ers win. Number four, the 49ers are basically the Red Broncos. The San Francisco 49ers have 14 direct ties to Colorado and 12 to the Broncos. The Chiefs share one connection in offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, who went to CU and helped recruit players to CU with prostitutes back in the day. If you remember, the Denver Broncos were assaulted when they faced the 49ers in the Super Bowl 55 to 10. It was the worst blowout in Super Bowl history and just fucking mean. The 49ers were supposed to pay the Broncos back in Super Bowl 47 by letting them win, but goddamn Joe Flacco refused to die in the playoffs like a good boy and ruined Peyton Manning's glorious return to the league. Kaepernick signed up to be a martyr well before he kneeled. This year is payback, which is why so many former Broncos, Emmanuel Sanders, Ben Garland, John Lynch, Wes Welker, Joe Woods, Kyle Shanahan, and my favorite running backs coach, Bobby Turner, are destined to hoist the Lombardi. Flacco getting benched in a Broncos uniform this year, and the San Fran Broncos winning completes the cycle of payback for the 49ers. Number three reason 49ers will win, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend. Now, Kyle Shanahan's wife may tell him how to dress, but if the Chiefs win, I don't think all of the Clark Hunt earplugs on earth could keep out the screeching sound we know Mahomes' girlfriend will be making on social media. We all have to hope the Chiefs lose, or else we're getting a hundred TikToks from Patrick Mahomes' brother using the Lombardi Trophy as some kind of prop. So credit the 49ers, because Jimmy Garoppolo's only known girlfriend was a porn star, someone who's given far more to society than Mahomes' girlfriend ever could. Plus, the 49ers employ Katie Sowers, a woman offensive assistant coach. I stated that if the Chiefs win, it's because God hates us. Well, it will also mean God loves glass ceilings and does not respect women. Feels great, baby. (laughs) Happy Halloween right back at you. Thanks so much. The number two reason, the run game. Kyle Shanahan is running a better version of the zone run scheme that got Terrell Davis 2,000 rushing yards in a season and led the Broncos to -to back-to-back Super Bowl victories. We have seen that scheme win and be unstoppable in the postseason before. Hell, Denver beat the Chiefs in the playoffs on the road to their first Super Bowl title. The big thing here is that I think the 49ers can keep scoring in this game, unlike the Titans and Texans, who both had multi-score leads against the Chiefs that they squandered after the first quarter. Plus, if the 49ers get a lead, they're built better than any team to hold that lead. The pass rushers tee off in the passing game, and they've proven that they'll run the ball every play if it's working. If the Falcons losing to the Patriots gives Kyle Shanahan the knowledge and wisdom necessary to beat the Chiefs, then I think you can say the football gods work in mysterious ways. Most dirty ways, even. And the number one reason the 49ers will win the Super Bowl, Larry Johnson has cursed the Chiefs, and he has cursed them hard. 
Larry Johnson might be insane, but let's not forget it was the Chiefs who made him insane by giving him 416 carries in 2006 and ruined his brain. I'm sure without that 2006 season, Johnson would be on his way to a doctorate from MIT and not tweeting about Satan and the death of Kobe Bryant and how those two things are related to government conspiracies that Oprah is also a part of. All those words I just said are real. Imagine going from a guy named Priest to a guy who's now tweeting about the number 666. From Priest Holmes to Larry Johnson to Jamach, holy shit no. Look at their stats, all Chiefs running backs to rush for 6,000 yards. That's 666, holy shit, Larry Johnson might be onto, the devil is real, the devil is real. The devil is real, the devil is real, the devil fuck. We're number one, we beat anybody, we're the devil. And now, I'm actually entering a cold sweat thinking about either Priest Holmes or Dante Hall on the uh, current Chiefs roster. Dear God, that would be scary. But I think the 49ers got 10 good reasons to win this game. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you want to follow me in those places, you can do so. Shout out to at... Guillermo Yaves, my writing partner, Will Keys. Give him a follow. He helps me write all of these ridiculous football videos. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. <laughs> <laughs>